This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Brand a question, question 206-803-ROCK. If you were on hold, uh, give us a call back there. We had to reset the phone line. So if you're waiting for the random question, question 206-803-ROCK. If you're wondering what happened. In the meantime, I'll give you guys a random question. What friend or family member would you say always gets too messed up? Maybe it's holidays. Maybe it's a barbecue. Hanging out. Me. You're the one that always gets the most messed up. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Okay. All right. I'd say that I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty high up on the list. You Although, are too. I my, think you and I compete. It depends on the night, but probably yeah. one of the two of them. My dad can throw down, but he doesn't seem to get too messed up. He's, yeah, just, he's nice and steady on his buzz. Yeah, my mom will drink wine without ever seeming too hammered. Mm-hmm. Too hammered. Although, actually, when my parents were here last week. Took them to the watering hole, and my dad had two margaritas that they made there, but. Because the bartenders know us, that made them a little stronger, just assuming my parents are like me, right? So, my dad had a great time. See him the next morning, it's like, I threw up last night. Like, oh, no. Really, man? Hiccups? Margaritas. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I picked up my mom from the airport, I took her to the same bar. We know the same bartenders. (laughs) Like, as she's pouring her a vodka tonic, I had to be like, she does not drink. (laughs) Like, I like, she is not like us. Yes, yes. Uh, My sister, by far. Okay. So I'm saying, and if you hang out with all my cousins and everybody, everybody in my family likes to drink beers, have a good time. She stands out at weddings and stuff. And that's kind of okay. our joke, too. Like, how do you stand out in a group of people drinking? Like, it's not good if you stand out every time. Right. right. If everybody's drunk, but the only person anyone notices is you. I've got a couple bad. friends that uh, get pretty loud. i got a couple friends that uh, one in yeah. particular, for whatever reason, if you're at home where he lives or in the area where I grew up in, He's a normal individual. Mm-hmm. If we go on a road trip together and meet up someplace to do anything, whatever the situation is. this the guy you were telling us about in Chicago? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, he, I mean, absolutely turns into a complete and utter alcoholic idiot. He was waiting for me at the airport in Chicago at a bar because my flight was going to come in about 45 minutes later than his was. All yeah. right. He was flying in from Ohio, basically. Like, All right. You know, someplace near. That's a quick trip. It is a very quick flight. He did not get drunk on the plane. When I got to the bar, he was absolutely gone. He fell back off of his bar stool. This is like three. <laughs> this is three o'clock in the afternoon. And this is at the airport. This bar. is at the airport bar. 
it's packed. I mean, people have luggage all around his stuff, and he just went, and just went right back, went, ha, ha, broke the back of the chair, got up. Oh, God. Sat back down, and it, like the whole back wooden uh, slats are smashed on him because he, he, he... Did they cut him off? Or? No. Oh, no. Really? Oh, no. I don't even think they saw it happen. It was that he bounced up that quick, but I'm like, man... And then that was the beginning of just a epic week, a weekend of stupidity. Uh, there, <clears throat> he was banging on cars in Chicago as we were crossing the... Uh, I mean, generally when we go mark. on the tailgate tour, like, sometimes it hinders me. Oftentimes it has helped me. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we're going to go tailgate and stuff, like, I like daytime drinking. Me too. But generally I will end up tapping out by, like, 10 or 11 because I've been going yeah. way too hard during yeah, the day. that's a good time. But it has saved me... Uh, it has saved me... They saved me a lot of money in uh, other establishments that people tend to go to around 10 or 11 when, at night. When they're hammered. Right. Uh, actually, now I'm thinking of someone, because most of my friends, they got drunker than me or worse than me, whatever. It's back in your 20s. And as we get older, usually it dials down. Uh, the individual I'm going to bring up does not always get smashed. He'll always drink, won't always get smashed, but when he does get smashed, it's, he's gone, and that would be Batman. Batman, yeah. When gone. when Batman crosses a certain line, and it doesn't matter how drunk but you, can't you are, see it, you can't see it coming. No, because I hit some. He'll be talking to you like this, and then and one time he's asleep. But it sobers everyone up around him because it's it's such a different level. Oh God, you we're in a steakhouse, or we're, it's not like we're just at some dive bar. Yeah, we're not at a bar. We're at a fancy steakhouse. We're going to dinner. We've already been day drinking all day. Now it's time to finally get some food into us and, and they have a nice meal. Cut him off, and he's one of those guys that'll. Like, haul off a punch you, slap you across the face, fall down drunk. In fact, on one occasion, we were there with a group of people, and he kept slapping everybody. Right? And it got annoying, but he's just he just thought it was hilarious. And this one guy goes, man, if he slaps me one more time, <laughs> as he's saying, it gets slapped. So he punched him, knocked him out, took him up to his hotel room. Later, Castle and I went to go check on said Batman, not to see if he was okay, but we knew he had the drugs in his bag. So we're trying to open his hotel door, but he's dead weight. He's passed out. But basically, his feet were at the door. His head's at the bed. So we couldn't get the door open. So we start ramming it with our shoulders. So we're going to break his neck. We get in the room. We're like, where are the drugs? He kind of points out where they are. Then we have to ankle and armpit lift him, get him in the bed, put the covers over him, okay? So now Castle and I are tooling through his bag. Castle looks at me. I didn't hear this at first. Castle looks at me real serious. He goes, is he effing crying? And then I listen, dude. It's just this gentle little weep. <laughs> so we're like, dude, what is wrong with you? You're being mean to me. Was, oh, my God, man. Here, we're just, at that stage. We're at that stage. The next morning when we see him, no recollection. No, we tell him everything and just started drinking Jameson again at like 10 a.m. Yes. Like nothing had happened. Yeah, I mean, why, what does he care? <laughs> he didn't. Reason we ask what friend or family member always gets too messed up. If you thought you overdid it this Thanksgiving or one of your friends or family members did, these people probably had you beat. Police in Battle Creek, Michigan, home of all things cereal, have been investigating a house where every single person overdosed on drugs on Thanksgiving. At least 10 people were found unresponsive with decreased breathing. Amazingly, emergency responders, they were able to rescue all of them, even though some required Narcan to resuscitate. Health Department says that they all thought that they were doing cocaine, but it was laced with probably fentanyl, and mm. that may have contributed to the overdose. Yeah, They were think? also drinking, which they said probably didn't help. There aren't any details of the people involved, other than fortunately they all survived. We also don't know who the person was that called 911. Maybe someone in the house had enough sense to save some room no. for leftovers or whatever the you deal was. You know how that went down. They were in bad shape. They probably just called and then left. And left. And left. That's and exactly left. what happened. Yeah. 
Random, 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 random. Hello, Matt. Welcome to the men's room. Random, random, random. Hola, Mitch Hola. Hola. Matt, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Let's go with this one. What would you say is the most dramatic way that you or someone else has quit a job? The most dramatic way. Uh, man, that's a good question. I've seen a waiter punch the manager and walk out. I don't know if his intent was to quit, but after he punched the manager, keep in mind, we're open. There are customers mm-hmm. seeing this. He had at least enough sense to leave after that and right. did not come back. Yep, yep. I, uh, I I didn't quit a job, but I was released from a job, but I got a police escort out of the building, which I think was one of the more unique ways of leaving a place of employment. wasn't necessarily my choice or my option. Yeah, they let you know. Just when they were going to flip the format of a radio station, they brought in police just in case, I guess, something might have happened. Obviously, it, it something had happened before. Sure. That would lead them to believe that this was the right course of action, but that's exactly what they did. And I said, Scott, why are the cops here? He's like, they're here to escort you out. I'm like, are you being dead serious? He's like, I'm being dead serious. It's like... What did they think was going to happen? He said, we don't know. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, well, okay. I'm going to pack extra quick now. I mean, I'll, I'll get out of here, man. Sorry. Like, no, I, I'm fine, dude. I, it, it, it's okay. It, it's, all, it's all good. So, Matt, what was the most dramatic way you or someone else quit a job? Um, I mean, it wasn't really that dramatic. Uh, I, uh, I was a janitor, and um, basically, like, I don't know if... Our supervisor, like, I'm 99% sure was a crackhead. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw her smoke a crack in the bushes. And she'd, like, after that, she'd, like, come in and, like, uh, nitpick, like, very small little things that, I mean, I I don't know. And so uh started adding more and more responsibilities. And then just one day, I kind of just didn't show up to work, and they called me. And I kind of bitched her out over the phone. But, right. I mean, so you just you, you basically it. Irish exit. All right. Yeah, pretty How's much. How's that the worst I thing? I pulled Okay. Well, miles. Yeah. I, I mean, I quit a job once at a bar and liquor store, right? I had worked a bunch of days in a row, took some sick days, and something happened during my daytime bar shift. So the owner was, like, real salty. So he took away out, like, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Well, if you're a bartender, those are the nights to make money. Make money, yeah. So I remember I went in there, and I told the guy that was managing, I was like, God, you got to give me one of those back. And he's like, Ron's pissed. I said, well, call him. So I called him, and, I, and he, he goes, he says he's not giving you one back. I said, well, you tell him. I think it's Friday or Saturday night back, or I'm going to quit right now. He said, no. Okay. So you quit? Yeah. So I walked out the door, and I remember as I was as I left, I remember the manager saying, you're going to regret this. Yeah. And yeah. I make a point every time I'm in there to go back to that bar and see that guy still being a manager at that liquor store. To like, I don't rub it in. And I'm just like, yeah, I do not regret quitting the shop. This no, no, let no, you know. no. So <laughs> wait, so the thing that went down during your shift, you weren't working that shift. Right, but there was only one daytime bartender. It wasn't that crowded. So I guess there was some kind of incident. They had to throw somebody out. He had to get involved. And he was so salty that he had to get involved, and I wasn't just there to take care of it. See, that, we had that one time, <laughs> I was like, one right. time in, in my working life at all. And, of course, it was back in Baltimore. So people hated us. But we were gone for two weeks, and I can't remember if it was summer or if it was like the uh, the Christmas break or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> something happened at the radio station, and I don't even know what the something is, but it happened during the time that none of us, say, I wasn't even in the country when this went down. I think I was in the Bahamas or something like that. Anyway, we get back, and I mean, day one, we walk in, and it's like, the boss, we need to talk to you. And they're going through all this stuff, and I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And so they explain it, and they gave the date, and I'm like, bro, none of us... We weren't here. Like, whatever your issue is, it's with some other employee 
or but but it didn't matter. No, there's still. Mad. Thought, there's I still cannot mad. believe you guys are mad at us for something that happened. By the way, on your watch when we weren't here, that makes no sense. It's like arresting for someone. You know, like someone broke into my house. Dude, it wasn't me. I, yeah, I live yeah. on the other side of the Was country. That the traffic cone on somebody's car. No, we were present for that, but we were not responsible. Yeah, I remember that one. They like pulled me aside, and I'm like. I don't even own a car. I, I don't even know, know we had. I didn't know. I, I didn't know we had a parking facility. Right, I, mean, I, I did not know I, you could yeah, park I, here. I, so no I, kidding. I can't get to the garage. So that should be tip that number was, one. That, that was that was our honest. Uh, Where's the parking that? garage? Where is it? Because yeah. I I have to find on street parking. I did not know we had a parking <laughs> yeah. garage. I, mm-hmm. I had no idea. So the reason we asked what's the most dramatic way you or someone else has quit a job in Orlando, man, he was arrested after he drove a van full of prison inmates off course. And refused to stop while traveling in North Carolina. Wait, the, he has the inmates in the van. That is correct. And he is quitting at that point. That is correct. On Tuesday at 9 a.m., deputies received a call uh, to be on the lookout for an inmate transport van traveling on I-40 in Statesville, North Carolina. The caller was the owner of the inmate transport company and reported the driver was off course and refused to return the van. <laughs> The driver, Joshua Pinkett, had four inmates in a locked cargo area of the van. So another employee was traveling in the van with him, who was texting the transport company owner, saying he's losing his mind. Right. And there's inmates in there. Right. Uh, The guy told the owner that he was quitting his job in the middle of the trip and refused to stop at the intended destination for the prisoners. So the deputies ended up stopping the van on I-40 and learned that he was supposed to stop at a location in Hickory with the inmates. But he refused. He has been charged with five counts of felony second-degree kidnapping and felony larceny by an employee. Brother, like, just work the rest of your shift and then quit. That would be like your pilot. Oh, this is your captain speaking. I've turned in my resignation immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, can you wait till we land a plane? Yep. So we're asking, man. Like, we hear you. We support you. Please random, land a plane. Random, 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 random. Hello, random, Chris. Random, Welcome to the men's room. Random, random, Hola. Hola. Chris, welcome to the program with a random question question. Okay. Let's go with this one. What did you lose or what went missing? What is something you lost or maybe just went missing for a brief period of time? Could have been an animal. Could have been your phone. Your kid. Your car. Is this related to alcohol or no? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so... Uh, before COVID, I think around 2017, I was uh, celebrating a birthday and um, walked up there. I knew how much we were going to drink because that's what we do. Uh, we call it ragers when this happens. And uh, closed the bar out. I blacked out. I thought I grabbed my phone. I don't know. And started walking home. Well, I lived down the uh, bottom of kind of a steep hill. And uh, I woke up in the bottom of a dugout soon-to-be pool, but it was basically a pit. <laughs> and I had, I had my buddy's phone. And this buddy never stored my phone number. And I was so hungover, I didn't remember my own phone number. Uh, long story short, I'd lost my jacket. I eventually got my buddy his phone back but he didn't grab my phone he grabbed someone else's phone and we still haven't found my phone so to this day you have no idea where your phone is no and it was an iphone and i i tried to do the find my phone thing and uh some genius was able to disable that so 
it's it's I don't know. Good times. Now, when you say you woke up at the bottom <laughs> of a pre-dugout pool, do you think you intentionally decided to lay down there for the night, or do you think you fell into it? I, well, based on the topography of this person's future backyard, which is now a current backyard, um, I think I just stumbled in there. I do uh, have I have a history of uh, at that point of the night, basically just curling up wherever because that's more comfortable. That that okay. kind of used right. to be my go-to, and then things happen like you get married and you discover that your spouse is not a fan. In spite of the fact, I'm like, in my mind, I'm making this very easy and convenient. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to curl up in that corner outside and be A-OK. And then you get home, and it's like, that is not A-OK. That's the first time I yeah. lost my wallet. That when I woke up naked with the motorcycle helmet on, they had taken everything else, including my pants. But my wallet was in my pants. Never saw it again. Damn. Everything that was in there, gone. Dude, you know what? I lost my wallet once we were out here. And I, to this day, I could not, I never found it. It wasn't like a night out drinking or nothing. Like, I really? don't think I could figure I was, I must have thrown it, somehow thrown it in the trash or something. I mean, I well, just, I couldn't find it for, like, I never well, found it. And you wallet, weren't even right. drunk. A wallet right? is, you know, no. as you get older, it seems like a wallet is very, like, as you're a kid, you take whatever wallet you have. You use it all the time. And as you get older, you might get a nice wallet or whatever the deal is. And you keep it for a, for a pretty, Decent amount of time until you need a new one. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like you, you can you can you, you can age your wallet. I've got a wallet that my father bought me. It's a really nice wallet, and I said, "Look, man, I'll use the wallet, but I haven't lost the one I use now." Right. So that thing's kind of on reserve for the the time where I don't have a wallet anymore. Yeah, I mean, I lost my wallet in '07. I bought this wallet in '07. Yeah, I remember when it. you got that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna have it for a while. I re- when we were in Vegas, one of the times I don't remember. I'm I'm hammered. And I'm stumbling through the casino. I'm like, somebody stole my effing wallet. Somebody stole my effing wallet. I'm about to freak out. And so this big-ass security guard comes over and says, sir, you, you cannot go around the casino screaming, someone stole your wallet. So I looked right at him and said, somebody stole my effing wallet. He said, have you checked your room? I said, no. And I went up there, looked at my room, came back down. I'm like, you're on point, buddy. He's like, <laughs> I've seen it before, man. <laughs> it's all good. I'm like, there my is, bad. And I will say, I do it at my house sometimes, right? I think we're all the same way, right? Like keys, wallet. Same place. Just go to the same place every time. And it's like, if it's not there, you're like, what it's is that? It's full yes. panic mode. Reason we asked, what did you lose or what went missing? This is a crazy story. A trio of sheep has been found in the bush in Victoria eight years after reportedly surviving a truck rollover. The three amigos, officially named, affectionately named Ned Kelly, Mad Dan Morgan, and Harry Power, have been on the run for almost a decade in the Wombat State Forest in Dalesford. After many sightings from the public, the team at Edgar's Mission Animal Sanctuary was able to pluck them out one at a time before they were finally all reunited again a month later. The first two to be rescued, that would be Harry Power and Ned Kelly, who arrived at the sanctuary a month ago. This week, Edgar's Mission was also able to retrieve Dan Morgan, Mad Mad, Mad Dan Morgan. It was bittersweet knowing that there was still out there, and I couldn't rest until Monday evening when he was caught, according to the owner, uh, Pam Aaron, who was involved in the rollover with the truck. When these sheep returned for the first time, they clearly knew one another. (laughs) After a month apart, I was like, hey, dude, what took you so long? During their time in the bush, it's believed they had plenty of access to grass and water, so there's no sign of malnutrition. Mad Dan Morgan, though, he'll need uh, a tidy up with regards to his woolly coat with a visit from a shearer not too far away, as all of them were already sheared when they came in. You think they did like a bro hug when they saw each other again? I just think it's crazy that these animals that are domesticated could then live for nine years in the bush 
in what we believe to be a country where everything can kill you. And sheep are not known for the great defenses. Exactly. More of the random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. The chance to win tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers coming up. Coming 420, up. we will give you the secret word. And when you hear the uh, secret word, you text that to 206-803-ROCK as KISW presents the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Gorge on Friday, May the 31st. We have your tickets all this week. So does BJ and Mig. So does Ryan Castle, Taryn Daly. Mm-hmm. Chance to win on uh, every show. So more Chili Peppers coming up. 420 is the time. In the meantime, it is our random question question, 206-803-ROCK. Random, random, random. Hello, random, Justin. Random, Welcome to the men's room. Random, random, Hola. Hola. Justin, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Let's go with this one. What would you say is the most ridiculous way that you have injured yourself or been injured? Most ridiculous way. Oh, boy. Um, oh, it's a toss-up between falling out of a tree and diving into a shallow pool. Which one you guys want to hear? Give us both. We'll let you know. Okay, well, the pool... The pool was in Vegas. Uh, we went there for a bachelor party, and it's like the first night, got wasted, came back. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Pool was closed on top of the roof, and so we jumped the fence. And my buddy dove in, looked pretty deep when he dove in, but he just kind of hit the water and flattened out. So I backed up and uh, kind of jumped up off of a little waterfall and went straight down on top of my head and fractured uh, a vertebrae between my uh, shoulder blades. Damn. All right. Well, you're lucky. So now do you get immediate medical attention or how does this work in this moment? I no. actually, I just kind of told them I needed to go to bed. Uh, Obviously, we weren't thinking very clear. Um, They went out the next day and I kind of just laid in, in the bed in the hotel and it was my first time in Vegas. So I was like, you know what? F this. I'm going to go 
I found the, the nearest liquor store on Google Maps. Uh, I kind of waddled down there, sucked down a pint, and then I was good to go. <laughs> what about um, I, I mean, I, what about your neck? Yeah, it was. I had I couldn't like turn my head at all. Um, but I just took it easy, and we okay. and we finished out the bachelor party. Uh, how long before you? How many days passed before you finally saw a doctor who told you what the problem was? Yeah. So that was Friday night, and then Monday morning, um, I went when I after I flew home, I went to the doctor. Okay. Then what's and the recovery time for that? It was probably three or four months. Damn. Uh, I was supposed to have a. I was supposed to have a specialized, you know, fitted uh, back brace, but I had just gotten back to work from a, another injury, so my insurance wasn't kicked in yet. So I, they said, well, if you can't afford that, then find a comfy chair and sit in it. What was your uh, previous injury? Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me what they said is we're going to make you a specialized back brace for you. Oh, you can't afford that. Okay, just sit in a comfortable chair. Right. Yeah, they said try not to, you know, move too much. How did you hurt yourself on the job? On the job, or how did you? You said you were hurt prior to that. So how did you? Oh, that, the prior to that, I was out for a year because I broke my femur in a car accident. Jeez, man, oh man, wow, that had nothing to do with falling out of a tree. No, no, uh, the other, the falling out of the tree was another bachelor party. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, I thought I was invincible that day too. Drinking a little too much uh, black velvet and. Uh, for some reason, I don't even know why I climbed the tree, but I climbed it. Because you're at a bachelor party and you had black velvet. Like, that part I yeah. understand. Tell me all your friends are married. You don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, I've, I've on, I'm on a good streak. I Kind of, actually. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so that one, yeah. I how, far, how, far do you, how far do you think you fell? Uh, how high were you? Do, you? do you remember? It was... So I, I had to, like, run and jump off the tree to grab the first limb to be able to climb this thing. All right. And um, I fell when I was on my way down trying to grab onto that last limb, but my, my fingers kind of slipped. So it was 10, 12 feet. Good time. And how did you land? What did you land on? Well, I kind of, well, my la my right arm, when it gave out, it kind of gave me a little kick to the side. And then I landed on my left leg side, like kind of at an angle and it folded my oh. folded my uh, ankle over, broke my tibia and my fibia. Jesus. And I was looking at the bottom of my foot. Damn. I didn't look at it, but okay. I laid there for a little while, and my, my buddy came over, went to go help me up. And I said, no, I, I, think I, I think I messed my ankle up. And he looked at it, and he just started screaming, call 911. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. always a good thing. Right. So have you been to a bachelor party where you didn't hurt yourself? I have, yeah. I've been to. I just went to one back in July, so I'm, you know. All right, all right. With age comes experience. Sure. I think it also depends on how close you are to the bachelor. I've been to a lot of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I've been to a lot of bachelor parties. Some of them, like, just kind of fringe. I was a fringe kind of friend. But so you kind of keep it together a little more. Yeah, it's a little bit easier. But you watch the people in the main group go nuts. Yeah, for sure. And then right, sometimes if you know the guy, it also depends on who the bachelor is. Yeah, kind that of would sets go along the way. tone yeah, for yeah, how the party's going to go. Did you see the play yesterday in the Saints-Colts game? Where the uh, line judge uh, stick guy got his leg broken? Oh, yeah. God, that was awful. So, if you saw it on Red Zone, just the way it went down, they're cutting to the play because the Saints were behind. They're starting to mount a bit of a comeback. 
And it's Alvin Kamara, had a great run, gets pushed out of bounds, he rolls out of bounds, and you see him take the guy out who's holding a little post over there, the first down marker. And the camera's still on Alvin Kamara. You see him stand up. Then you see him stop and turn around and look down at the person he's hit, which is always a sign that this is bad. And then one of the Colts players came over, and they're both just looking down at this guy. Now, they didn't say anything about it, quote-unquote, during the broadcast, right? Because Red Zone goes to the the feed of the game. And Alvin Kamara shoved out of bounds into whatever yard line. But when they pull back on the camera, you see this old man laying on the ground, and his knee is at an angle that clearly... Is not normal, and he's holding his leg. I mean, you can tell this guy's in extreme pain. And I would say they held the camera shot for about three seconds. They go back to Scott Hansen, who's now showing a different game, and the only thing that was said about it in the entire broadcast was, if you're one of our, what did he say, uh, faster eyewitnesses to that play, you saw what we saw. <laughs> Dude, and that was it. They never gave you an update. Somebody said they, it to me. My buddy was like, did you see this? And I just went, oh, legs aren't supposed to bend that way. Man, no, not. It was, I was real uncomfortable. Reason we asked, what's the most ridiculous way you've been injured? This is a ridiculous one. We head to Italy, where Ludovica Caprino, who's 27, she remains in the hospital after a bizarre accident. Oh. Happened on a busy street in Rome. She's 27 years old. It's worth noting that she is also pregnant. Something fell from a third-story balcony and landed on her. What fell was a Rottweiler. What? An eight-month-old pup named Cody, he died immediately after falling the 10 meters in an accident that left many passerbys in tears. The mom-to-be had been walking along the street with her mom when she was injured. But she and her baby are expected to survive. Uh, she's recovering, she's able to sit up and eat, and she and the baby are very lucky. Release photos show her lying on the ground after the harrowing accident as onlookers try to help. Now, many in the area thought a gun had gone off when the pop struck the concrete below. Jeez. The pup. Her mother was uh, with her and said, initially, I thought we'd been caught up in a shootout. There was a huge bang, and then out of the corner of my eye, I saw something hit the pavement. After a second or so, I realized it was a dog, and it hit my daughter on the way down. The dog just missed me because I was a few paces ahead. I then heard people scream. I looked at my daughter. She's covered in blood. Her mo uh, mother said her uh, son-in-law, who is a doctor, rushed to the area to help and went with her to the hospital. It's absurd that a person can be walking through the center of Rome and something like this happens. Yeah. But now the dog is gone, and I do not know what will happen. I don't think there's any normal place you expect that to happen. The owner of the pup, by the way, a woman named Amelia, she visited the woman in the hospital and said she does not know what happened. She said, I was in the bathroom. Cody was always next to me. Then I heard a really loud bang and people shouting. Uh, the lady who owns the shop on the ground floor called me and said to come down as Cody had fallen out the window and hit someone. When I got there, I saw the woman on the ground and my dog on the ground as well. So you're hitting, you're, you're being hit by a flying Rottweiler, or uh, Rottweiler, right? That's that's story number one. That's insanity. I don't, I don't yes. care who you are, you're not prepared for that. No, you're not prepared for the passing of your dog. You're not prepared for the passing of anyone else's either. But certainly not in that respect. Well, your dog died. How? Well, it jumped out of the window and landed on a woman yes. below. Now we have contestants on Squid Game The Challenge, Netflix spinoff reality competition show based on the mega series uh, from South Korea. They say that they were actually harmed while filming and are now threatening the streaming company, the producers of the show, with a lawsuit. Two contestants say that while filming in cold weather in the UK, they suffered injuries including hypothermia and nerve damage. Oh the firm representing them says they did not know they would need to uh, crouch and remain still for hours in cold temperatures and are now seeking compensation. Top prize in the game show, by the way, which premiered a few weeks back, is $4.56 million. 
Contestants thought they were taking part in something fun. Those injured did not expect to suffer as bad as they did. It's Squid Game. Yes. The game involved in the allegation was called Red Light, Green Light and involved contestants trying to avoid being noticed by a huge robotic doll. And that's Netflix, not part of the actual that's, show. Right, that was in the show. Now, the difference is they're not getting executed. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Uh, Netflix did say at the time of filming that three contestants did need medical attention per a spokesperson. Take the welfare of our contestants extremely seriously. The rep notes no lawsuits has been filed per the law firm. Uh, letters of a claim which serve as notices of legal action could be coming, have been sent, though. So either way, they're going to do that. I mean, maybe, and look, I understand that maybe you don't expect that to happen. But if I'm going on a show that simulates Squid Game, and I've not watched the series yet, but just based on what I understand of it, mm-hmm. that's not the one I want to do. It's like Naked yeah. and Afraid or those survival shows where you're going to be out in the Alaskan wilderness lake. You kind of know what you're signing up for, man. Right. Like oh. you're volunteering to do this. I, I, I would just avoid doing stuff like that. Okay. Stick the price I, yeah. is right. I, that's what I'm saying. If you've seen the show, I, Mike and I both watched it. We've been saying it from the beginning. This just seems like a terrible idea. Right. Uh, speaking of Price is Right, in the history of the show, has anyone fallen down the stairs when they say, come on down? <laughs> sure. Yes. Down, yeah. uh, down For real? Yeah. 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 Really? Everyone seems to know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Many times. Just Google it. Do they edit it out or do they leave it? It depends on if they I think there's video of people taking a tumble. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. There's video of taking a tumble. I want to say people have jumped to celebrate on the. I've heard that they've injured the host. Right, and Mm -hmm. have gotten hurt before. There's been a couple random things. Now, how many broken bones have each of us had in our lifetime? How many times have you broken a bone, Ted? One, two. Broken a bone? Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't. Do fingers and toes count? Sure. Yeah. I guess three. That's right. Like I've had hematomas. I've had staples in my skull, but in, but not too many broken bones. Okay. All right. What did you break? Fingers. Yeah. That one's still all jacked up. Okay. All right. Mike, have you ever broken a bone? Uh, I have. What'd you break? I, uh broke my toe. And how did you break your toe? So it's my long toe on my foot. There, it's like the second toe in, and I broke it playing tag. I was playing tag with my cousins, and I ran through an open doorway, and I ran that bad boy right in the mold. Yep, yep. Okay. Possibly broke a rib as well. I at least cracked it. I don't know if I All broke right. it, but I at least cracked it. How about you, Steve? How many broken bones? I think for I broke a pinky toe once, and that was on a table in my own home. The funny thing is, the doctor's like, "There's really not much we can do about it." I mean, just deal with it. That's the and issue that, with broken toes and broken fingers, because I've done both, and you yeah. just you're just going to put a splint on it and tape it to another toe or another finger. That was basically it. Uh, broken my ankle twice and broke my wrist, but you were there for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Men's room black knight. Uh, let's see. I broke my ribs twice. I've broken my collarbone once, and I've broken my ankles twice, three times. So. I guess that's one, two, three. I've only four, played four. you in hoops three times. Uh, yeah, right? Exactly. Oh, here she comes. She's going to come on come down. Come on down. That's a big girl. Uh, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. She's going to laugh. Yeah, yeah. She might have broken something there. Right. Well, they do say, as far as your injuries go, breaking your first bone is like having a weird rite of passage in life. But a new poll uh, found that most Americans never have broken anything. 45% of us have broken a bone before, but 55% haven't. So just over half of us still have skeletons in pristine condition, so to speak. Ah, pristine. So which bone are most people the most likely to break? Okay. I would say whatever that little bone in the wrist is. Just because when you fall, it's natural to put your okay, hand I'm in. saying maybe collarbone. A, maybe a finger. All right. Uh, the poll looked at the most likely bone to break. The answer is a tie between breaking your arm or breaking a finger. Okay. Yeah. All right. anything on the appendage there. 12% of Americans have broken their arm. 12% have broken a finger. 
10% have broken a toe, and 8% have snapped an ankle. Mm. The rest of the top 10 are foot, hand, leg, wrist, rib, and 5% have broken their collarbone. Only 4% of us have broken our nose. I'm sure I've broken my nose, but it just... I, it just seemed like I got punched in the nose. I mean, I've definitely been punched in the nose, and it bled, and it hurt, but I don't think it broke. I you wouldn't know. I got a buddy whose nose has been pulverized so many times he has no cartilage left. He can literally push his nose flush to his face. I've, I've met a few of those guys. They also generally have the cauliflower ears. Yes. The most common cause of breaks is tripping or falling down. 80% of people said it just happened like that, which is always just a, you know, just an accident. Sports injuries rank high, too. The polls have found that 59% of us have had surgery before. 53% have had stitches, and 17% have dislocated a joint, like a knee or a shoulder. Yeah, All right, that I've done a bunch. Dislocation. Uh, Somebody, by the way, we're talking about prices, right? And I will say this, not that you wish harm on people, but much like America's Funniest Home Videos, the video that Mike just showed me of this chick taking a tumble down the stairs is freaking hilarious, I'm sorry. Dude, um, somebody, like, look, every Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas, but especially Thanksgiving, there's always videos of, like, uncles and dads trying to race, but they're all 60 or 70. And, like, with that idea. lady, if you haven't tried to sprint in a long time... yeah. Like, your momentum just gets ahead of you. Like, you're going to tumble. And random, they're super excited. Random, random, uh, somebody here random, says, I'm random, going to the Price is Right Live on random, Thursday. Random, Wish me luck. Random, I'll try not to get hurt. Nice. That from the way high window guy. Then someone else says, thrilled. The Price is Right. And I've heard the story before. Uh, the Price is Right. They had a lady in a wheelchair on. The prize that she could win, a treadmill. I do oh, remember that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, mm-hmm. it, it's just lined up. It is what it is. They don't know. Okay. But there it was. All right, we're going to finish with this one. This one might be harder than you can remember. When is the last time you had a free beer? A free beer? When's the last time you had a free Prom beer? Prom night. Prom night. <laughs> yeah. When have you had a free I mean, Like from it. random or like a buddy buying it for you? Uh, more so random, where you just go to a place and maybe get a couple beers. So, outside of, we're talking about going to someone's house, the beer's there. You, sure. You grab a beer. Uh, you know have what? a keg. Within the last two months, and again, at the local watering hole, and it's just one of those deals where we happen to be in there, the bartender's in a good mood, he knows us, we are good customers, and we tip well. So, understand, that probably plays into it, right. but just kind of come over and, hey, man, it's on the house. Okay. And I'm like, cool, man. We were watching NFL football. We were in Vegas. We didn't go. To, we didn't go to the strip. We just were out at a bar near our place in Henderson. Mm-hmm. And same, like I guess the right because the Raiders had played earlier in the day. So by the time we got there to watch the Seahawks game, like the bar is pretty empty. So it was like me and my four buddies, and like the bartender, she was nice. She liked us, and they misported something. We're like, "Do you guys want these beers?" We were like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, I'm Sweet. always the guinea pig on that. Like, hey, man, this isn't what they ordered. And they just give it to me. And I never ask what it is. Oh, I'll like, tell you where the cool. last time I got a free beer was. I got it at a casino in Mesquite, Nevada. All right. Because if you're playing the slot machines, they are quick to come up to you. Yeah, and they'll give you, give you free beers. There. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. We drank a few free beers at Bill's, the, the cheaper casino in the middle of the strip. Because we were shooting dice. And nobody was going in there. Everybody goes to, I think the Bellagio's right there. Something. Okay, yeah. So we were in there at the first table. And I mean, it was awesome. It's in between the practice and qualifying. We're at the front table, $15 minimum, so you could actually sure. gamble some. But, I mean, Miles, that waitress, she, she was just like, good to see you guys. Like, what do you want? All right, sweet. We were like, bottles of beer. She, I mean, she kept coming back. When's the last time a stranger bought you a beer? Like, your buddies always buy you beer. So, that, so hey, man, this is from so-and-so. I had a guy do that same watering hole. It's probably about a year ago. Dude was sitting in the corner. I'm in there. I'm hanging out with the wife. 
we're drinking, we're talking. The bartender comes over and says, hey, man, you got a free beer coming your way. And I'm like, did I win a scratch off or something? And at this point, mm-hmm. there's this big dude in the corner. It's just like, love the show. I got to like, thank I, you, brother. Uh, well, that, I'm trying to think of like a stranger that doesn't know the show. Hmm. Like, I think in Colorado, I got a free beer from some guy. He was like, Messina at the whatever. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, you're not the bartender I know. And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, well, you can still have the beer. The, uh, <laughs> the owner of one of my frequent places, he bought everyone a round of shots after the uh, the Husky game, after they beat the Dallas. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So that, that, that was probably the last free drink I've had. But that was that was last week. But I'll raise my ass. When's the last time you had a free beer? University of Iowa fans who watched their team lose to Michigan over the weekend <laughs> in the Big Ten Championship got a little consolation at one particular venue in the form of free beer. But it was surely more beer than they wanted. X-Golf Cedar Rapids. That is a sports bar that doubles as an indoor golf facility. They lured people in with a pour until they score promo. Meaning they would give you free beer until Iowa, known this year for a weak offense, actually mm-hmm. scored. Alas, Michigan shut out Iowa 26 <laughs> to nothing. The bar ended up giving away over 100 free beers throughout the course of the game. Eventually, we all got kind of, you know, a little restless. One of the Hawkeyes to put at least some points on the board. But that uh, that never really ended up happening. No, it did not. The bar has been running the promo all season, though this is the first time that Iowa has been shut out all year. They okay. were playing Michigan. I mean, it's the first time they've been shut out, but Iowa's offense is yes. atrocious. They're terrible. It got plenty of attention this weekend because ESPN kept highlighting the promo before the game, prompting Michigan hecklers to call the bar during the contest <laughs> to gloat. So they're calling nonstop during this game. <laughs> The bar plans a different promo for the team's bowl yeah. game on New Year's Day. They say they're going to come up with something different. You need to. Yes. I will say this, too. you got to remember, the over-under on, on Iowa scoring six and a half points, that was a line in Vegas. And then a few weeks ago, I forget who they played, but it was the lowest over-under in college football history at 26. Iowa won 22 to nothing. Yeah. And they scored, like, on defense. Damn. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Count up our categories today. The most fun cities in the U.S. and Christmas movies. And we've got your emails coming up next from the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just down. Download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 